previously on the Just Us Nerds podcast. Chris, you have to cut the blue wire. Which blue wire? They're all blue wires! Chris, focus. If you don't disarm this bomb, we're all dead. Also, I kind of think you might be colorblind. I can't stand it. Why would Spider-Man make a deal with Mephisto? One more day doesn't make any sense! You are out of order! I'm out of order! You're out of order! The whole freaking system's out of order! Get a hold of yourself! Bailiff! Valium! I see dead people. Well, yeah, Jen, we're in a morgue. That's gonna happen. I just want attention. And now, the conclusion of the Just Us Nerds podcast. Well, buddy, for once, that's a fine mess you got us out of. I thought our goose was cooked for sure when those Havitos showed up. I would have never guessed in a million years that you spoke Havito. Yeah, I took a weekend course. There was a group on, uh, apparently, they're big fans of the show, and we're very big in the Amazon. I had some extra t-shirts to pal around. They're going to take us all the way up to the Hidden Temple. Oh, great. Finally, they'll have something else to wear other than those awful Van Helsing and Where's the Beef t-shirts. Uh, how long until we arrive? Hold on a second. Let me ask Frank. Who? Our guide. You named him Frank? I'm sure he has a name already, Chris. Well, when you learn to speak Havito, you can ask him what it is. But for now, he's Frank. Hakuma Tatata! Frank says we'll be there in about an hour and 24 minutes. That's an oddly specific amount of time. These guys know their shit. They don't need watches or anything. They tell time by the sun. In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy, Just Us Nerds podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere, ever. The Just Us Nerds podcast. Oh yeah. All right, well, um, what you reading, buddy? Well, actually, um, let me see if I can... Uh, why don't you talk about yours, and then I c- I'll get mine all ready. Uh, so yeah, sure. Because no. once again, you've, you've left me out in the, <laughs> left me out in the fucking why, why do I always start the show by asking you, what are you reading when clearly I've got extensive notes you've on what I've You've got stuff that re- you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, nice. uh, have you kept up with uh, Batman White, I White Knight? I have. I have. So let's talk about that. Okay, so recap on uh, Batman White Knight. There's going to be spoilers because we're already into issue four. None of your fucking business. That's right. Th- this this series is amazing. I'm I am I am loving it. Uh, this is uh, this is a series drawn and written by the same guy, Sean Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, by the way, I forgot to tell you, I extended him a little invite to be oh. on the show. I have not heard back from him. <laughs> But, but he doesn't know who we are. He doesn't know who we are. But once he learns, he's he's going to be beating down our door to uh, to be on our show. So, yeah. so anyway, uh, th- this is uh, we talked about it during the roundtable. This is a a new series that's uh, out by by DC. It's sort of a a what if story, uh, telling the tale of uh, what happens when the Joker is cured of his madness. And uh, Batman has to deal with a sane Joker, who we're we're finding out is actually much more dangerous in some ways than yeah, he's, insane. he's more cool and calculated. He's almost like a Lex Luthor kind of. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're in issue four now, um, and so in the wake of a uh, sort of a botched uh, car chase, 
that allows several of Batman's rogues gallery to escape. The Dark Knight is now he's he's now public enemy number one. So right. now he the the roles have reversed. And what's kind of cool too is there is a uh, squadron, I guess, a squad that work for GCPD G- G- of GTO of GTOs. They're they're, they're called the uh, the Gotham uh, terrorist op- oppression, which uh, is basically unit. all of his family. It's Batgirl, it's Nightwing, it's you know, so Commissioner Gordon, Commissioner Gordon. So it's all of these people going after him and the Joker. It's like this, yeah, that is kind of weird. It's this bizarre sort of they've they've turned everything on its head now. So now the Joker is working with Commissioner Gordon. And the Bat Family to to bring in Batman, mm-hmm. um, so you've you've got you know you've got the the two parties sort of at odds there, and then meanwhile you've got uh, you've got Neo Joker, uh, who's the uh, yeah. This is kind of weird. She's well, she was the the Harley Quinn right. stand-in, right? Who sort of dubbed herself Neo because Joker? Because we've learned that there have been two Harley Quinns, right? I love. It. We can talk about that now because we're talking. Yeah, yeah, we've got How to... much did you love when they did that? That was so awesome. It totally explains so much to me because even she makes fun of her outfit. Oh my god! Yeah, she's. She, there's a, a moment. So uh, we we learn in the earlier issues that uh, the uh, the Harley Quinn that everyone hates the uh, the slutty t- uh, cheerleader uh, hot topic. Uh, Harley Quinn uh, <laughs> is actually an imposter. Yes, that the original Harley Quinn, the uh, the sort of the uh, Bruce Tim uh, animated series uh, Harley Quinn, our Harley, our our the the real Harley Quinn, left, and that this uh, usurper, word, this usurper, yeah. came in and, and took her spot. And uh, and the Joker never noticed. <laughs> well, but he was so busy on his own. Then he was so crazy. Why he pay attention? So busy being crazy. Oh, there's a hot blonde. Okay, whack, close whack his eyes. His oh, look, there's a hot blonde. I mean, and, and so I, I love it when well, he, you know it's another thing too. I was just thinking about this. Think of how many times Batman has beaten him senseless. He probably Batman beat the snot out of him. He went unconscious. Was at the hospital, and then when he woke up, he goes. Yeah, she kind of looks the same. Oh, he he's got to have a head injury. But you know what I mean? Oh, a- absolutely. So he probably couldn't, you know, differentiate. You could be Harley Quinn. For I all c- you know. I could be Harley. I could totally be Harley Quinn. Wouldn't? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it just doesn't roll off the tongue well when I say now, it. Does it? Now, would you wear the booty shorts and the little thing? I I, I would totally be classic uh, Harley Quinn all the way. I, I I couldn't. I can't rock. All right. The, I don't have the physique to. Uh, all right, kids. To, I want I want the uh, emails. I threw now. up in my mouth. I a want little the bit. emails so that you can you can be Harley Quinn for our next mega. Adventure. Uh, there, there we go. There, oh. I'll see if I can get the missus to uh, do a, do a little Joker oh, cosplay. Be anyway, keep going. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Um, so, so what, what do we like about this? Um, Sean Murphy's artwork continues to be spectacular. He's, I like it. It's he, gritty. You know, it's not. It's still cartoony, but it's still kind of gritty. He so. reminds me a bit of uh, one of the one of the brothers, one of the Kubert brothers okay. adam kubert yeah. or uh I, I think maybe it's adam adam kubert that he, his uh, artwork reminds me of but very extremely talented artist like for me it reminds me of um like frank miller year one kind of thing you know where the colors oh, oh like uh you're talking about david masicelli's work right kinda from from year one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know, I, I could see that it's it's not an overly bright no. Comic book, the, no. the colors are definitely. But then subdued. again, it's a Batman comic, though. You, you you really shouldn't be bright colors. Well, I mean, you've got characters like the the Joker. Well, you've like got Joker, his gallery, Robin, you know, but, stuff like them. But okay, but it, it depends him on what himself. Well, I think it depends on what you're trying to achieve as a as an artist too. Okay. If you're trying to tell a more grounded story, which I think is what they're trying to right, do here. Right. Uh, 
you tone down the colors. Now, uh, not only is he doing a great job with the artwork, Chris, he's he's doing a great job with the writing. I, I think he's yeah, no, he's doing really well. He he's really captured the voice of of each of these characters, and and even though Batman really is the villain, yeah. of this story, yeah. uh, he still sounds and acts like Batman. But do you know what I like about this? This is a different telling. This is something that nobody has seen. This is something that nobody has talked oh, about. Oh, it's so fresh. And, like, you know, it's not the same old story all over again that we've heard a hundred million times. You know, no, This is no, something no. completely different to where I want to know what happens at the end. And, and I've been saying I really hope that they make this uh, – th- well, I don't hope. I know they're not going to make this I canon. hope they close it. It would be cool if they make it made it canon, but they're not going no, to. I want I want an ending to this story. I really do. I want I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. I really want to see how does this resolve itself. Yeah. And and because it is an Elseworlds sort of uh, not in continuity story, you can really do some crazy things. You can kill off characters. You can do things that or you, you can add different layers that they were you know um, layers to characters that you kind of didn't really know about. Well, know. like uh, Mister Freeze. Yeah. Ex- it, oh my God, I love that. They've really done some cool stuff for expanding uh, uh, Mister Freeze's uh, backstory. Right. Well, there was a, a comic. I, I can't remember what it was. It was bad. You remember when? Um, they used to do like the the mini graphic novels on each villain, and they would do their own like backstory and tell everything about them and how they they came to be and everything like that. Well, one of them uh, was a Mister Freeze comic. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up actually while we talk about it. Okay. Um, and you find out that his father was in science, involved in science, and but you saw that Victor was a very odd child. Mm-hmm. You know, like he always had a fascination. Like he was. F- he was fr- he was taking flies and putting them in water and then putting them in the freezer, you know, because he wanted to see how they'd react. And his father, like he was putting spiders and stuff like that. And his father, you know, was getting so upset because they thought he was deranged. They thought, oh, my God, my son's killing things. Well, the well, wo- well, hold on. Is, hold he, on. is he that far off? No, he's really not. OK, but but, you know, um, Victor was always so curious about it. And actually, it's really kind of sad because his, you see him and his father goes, OK. You're not going to do this anymore. You know, we've we got to try to move you along. And he goes, no, Dad, I won't do it anymore. And all of a sudden, the next frame you see, he's got this big smile on his face. And he looks down, and his best friend, Victor's best friend, is his pet rat. And he takes the rat, and he puts it in a Tupperware. And he starts filling it with water, and you see the rat trying to struggle. And he puts the lid over the top of it, and his father comes in and just backhands the snot out of him and knocks him to the ground, and, you know, and yelling and screaming. And then they put him in reform school. But... I mean, like, looking at that, and I'm like, oh, my God, you know. I don't remember this story. Yeah, I'm going to find this comic. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send it to you. you got, I have it. I'll let you borrow it. But okay. Man, I, I loved it. Let me see if I can find it. But uh, but go ahead and talk about the story so that way they know what we're talking well, about. Well, yeah, I mean, by adding layers as far as you, you, you find out more about Freeze's backstory. And, and in this continuity, Freeze's family actually has a relationship uh, to the to the Waynes. Yeah. And, uh, he really kind of ends up. They, they, I think Mr. Freeze works best when they they have him as a sort of a morally complex character. He's you know he's one of my favorite villains, and it's for that very reason. Yeah. yeah. Whereas he, he's, he's got willing to break some laws due to why he's there. Right. Right. He has. Uh, there's a reason for why he yeah. does the things that that he does. Uh. So, th- I mean, th- that's all incredibly good things about about this series and about this issue. I, I really don't have a lot bad to say about it that I that I didn't care okay, for but it. What um, do you? Well, there's a there's a moment in the in the story where they've 
I, I mentioned that Batman's at odds with the the GTO. Uh, I kind of want to go back now and read the comic and see: Do the GTOs all drive GTOs? Because I don't think so. oh, Bullock's part of it too. Yeah, yeah, all, all yeah, basically all of the Gotham PD. Yeah. Uh, By the way, I have that comic. Oh, okay. So um, they they corner so they corner Batman finally uh, at the end of the spectacular chase, and the whole thing concludes with the Joker getting yeah. a, a fist fight this with kind of weird with, with Batman. And I, I mean, seeing the Joker fight Batman in a fist fight for me deviates a bit from kind of the earlier path of of uh, him being of, calm of and relaxing and, and and kind of going after Batman in the using the, the legal, using through, the loops. Yeah, 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 using the loops. But I I'll say this: I get why Murphy did it because you get that total that that total reversal yeah. where he's defeated Batman and it's him bringing Batman. He's carrying Batman. Over his shoulders, yeah. dumping him in Arkham, you get that that wonderful that uh, that that, that uh, reversal of the of the relationship. So, uh, Sean, I, I I get why you why you did that. Uh, watching Joker attend city council meetings would uh, would really be kind of a, a boring thing to do. Yeah, and so I I get you know I know so I, I get why why he he did it, but that's that's really the only thing I, I'm not liking about this. Uh, all right, so real quick. That, yeah, that oh, you found com- the, the yeah, comic. Yeah, I found the comic yeah. book. So um, it was released in July 1st, 1997, uh, obviously by DC Comics, and it's actually called Mr. Freeze. That's all it is called. Okay. And Do you know what year it came out? 97. 97. So here's what the cover looks like. Um, and it's it's oh, a one-and-done nice. standalone of Mr. Freeze. I, I have it. I'll let you borrow it. It's, it's actually really one of, it's one of my favorite stories of, of his. So it's a it's a good ninety seven. Holy crap! I was graduating high school then. Y- yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I like this favorite moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, you remember how? I mean, if you listen to the roundtable, uh, I, I had said one of my favorite things about this comic book is we get some really great callbacks to the animated series, the uh, e- the nineteen eighty nine Batman, even the Schumacher movies. Mm-hmm. Did you know Alfred? So Alfred is sick in the in the right. book. And what does he have, Chris? McGregor syndrome. McGregor syndrome. So, I mean, great, great callback from Batman and Robin. Well, I'm happy that, you know, they brought back one piece of it. Like, they're like, okay, this this kind of McGregor system, McGregor syndrome does exist. It exists in this world. But we're not going to talk about anything else. No, no, no. He's totally cherry picking the so best that elements. That, I was literally going to say that was the best part of that movie that, that we could talk about. That was it. McGre- That's it. <laughs> How sad is that that the best thing from Batman and Robin is McGregor Syndrome? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But uh, we get a nice cameo of the Anton First Batmobile from the 1989 movie right. in so this issue. When we say that, we we say the term Tim Burton style. Tim, so the first was the uh, the guy who designed it. Right. Sorry. Um, you know, or as as you know, my, my dad used to call it the Black Beauty. So. The black, it looks like uh, like a like a jet fighter oh, with wheels. Man. It was that was the coolest car. I'm, I'm I actually got to sit in that car this year. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So did I. Yeah. yeah. At uh, oh, no, last year. At La- last year's Megacon. last year's Megacon. Yeah. So so yeah, we get this we get this really cool car chase. Uh, the uh, the Gotham PD is trying to figure out okay how do we you know how do we basically bring down how do we capture Batman because he's cruising around basically on a supercomputer uh, tank. How do we do that? And Nightwing's right. like, uh, I might have a I, way. I think we know how. I, I, so he boosts the the Batmobile yeah. from he breaks into the Batcave and goes. Which and I just thought of this now. Do you think that's a little bit of a callback to Batman Forever? Because 
remember in Batman Forever, he, he broke in he and broke chicks dig the car. Right. So, uh, you know, and the other thing, too, that I kind of like was he takes one of the most heavily armored ones. He doesn't take, like, the the Batman and Robin one with no freaking roof, you know. He and, takes And the neon and the... Right, right. But he takes that one, you know. It's like the heavy tank kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. We we get a chance to interview Sean Murphy. I'm going to ask him. I mean, I... What made him pick that? What, what, what made him pick that? And I, I you got to think he's a fan of the 1989 oh, movie. who isn't, though? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, all right, so... I've got mine that I don't want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I, I think it's it's on Comixology, and I totally think that you are going to want to read this. Sure. So what, it, what is one of my favorite things to read with comic books? What do we talk about all the time? Um, what do we talk about all the time? Cross- movies? Crossovers. Oh, crossovers, yeah, yeah. Crossovers. Now, these both happen to be movies, but it is a crossover. So I was close. Yes. I wasn't too far off base. Are you ready? I'm ready. It is Mars Attacks, mm-hmm. Judge Dredd. Oh. So the Martian mayhem overtakes Mega City One. During the annual meeting of the oh Mega City Mafia, a new boss makes a play for power thanks to a, mi- a mysterious benefactor. Meanwhile, Judge Dredd conducts a routine bust that it turns out to be what he makes as a shocking and disgusting discovery. So. They have already started to infiltrate Mega City One, and like one of the mob bosses is like, "Oh well, I've got my muscle here." And then one of the guys, one of the aliens, walks in and he's in his full suit with the glass oh tube, my God. but then he's wearing a fedora on top of it. Uh. And he's got the ray gun and he just like <laughs> annihilates everybody. So this was written by Al Ewing. Uh, art is by John McRae and uh, Greg Staples. This is an IDW, and I- I'll tell you, it. It's beautiful. I, I really enjoyed it here. Let me show you some of the art. Um, I, I'm going to look it up on my comicsology here. Oh, man. I, I, like I said, it's a, it's a multiple series comic, of course. You know, you got you to gotta wonder, though, why, so why would the, the Martians even be interested in, in, a, judge, in a Judge Dread world? It's, it's like 80% of it's like nuclear. So they have to take over the world. They just have to take over these little sections, which is a lot easier than the first time. Is this a collected work? That you, is this yeah. like a trade paperback? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but it is. <laughs> and, like, it's so cartoony. Like, it's almost Dick Tracy-ish. Like, one of the mob bosses is a monkey, like an evolved monkey. And, like, he's got a tail, and he's actually a monkey in a tuxedo, you know? Well, and you can you can have crazy stuff like so, that in this world. Yeah, and I, I, it is just some of the coolest, like, one guy, he's got this really long nose, and, you know, and, and then it, I, I forget, you know, it's like Don, Sh- you know, Schnazali or something like that. and But it's so cool. And you see Judge Dredd, and he's looking, he's like, what the hell are these things? And then they're shooting at him, and he goes, okay, I understand that, you know? And he's like, you know, high X, and he's just destroying them. And uh, uh, and it's cool, too, because in the comic book, we finally get something that you never got in the movie. What's that? With Mars Attack. Well, I mean, Martians. We get their translation. So finally, we're uh, hearing what they're calling us and what they're seeing and what they're, you know, saying, you know, and they're calling us primates and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And oh, I don't know how I feel about that, Chris. Oh, I, I love it. I love it because you're hearing why, you know, why they're doing what they're doing. I love the ack-ack that I can't under the, that I can't understand. Now it. I told you, I, I'm sure we've brought it up on the show before. You know where that actually came from? You you said ducks. Yeah, they took the recordings of ducks and threw them through filters, through sound <laughs> filters, to make them sound like that. Brilliant. So brilliant. Yeah. 
So if you're looking for a funny read, this was something. Like, is it kind of tongue in cheek? Yes, All very right. much. This was something that I needed to kind of pull away from the sadness of real world. You know, <laughs> you look at her like, oh, I gotta read this. This is funny. Sylvester Stallone blowing up Tim Burton aliens. Perfect. Uh, well, no, I'd say Carl Urban. Carl Urban, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. we don't talk about the cod piece. No, we don't. We don't. I am the law. That's right. Ugh. I have not broken the law. I am the law. Um, I'm looking oh, at the artwork. Don't forget, I mean, Rob Schneider was in that movie. That's too. right. Yeah, yeah, what do you think of the artwork? I'm looking at the artwork. I mean, it's decent. It's 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 good. I mean, I, I and I mean, he certainly captures the the, the spirit of the characters. Right. Uh, the the thing about Judge Dredd is he's almost like a human robot, and he yeah. is he's rigid and kind of uncompromising. Right. And uh, and so he's he like I don't even know that it occurs to him. The, the significance that aliens are have landed on Earth he and made for care. he doesn't care he's it just, just means like, they're another target you're that's breaking all. the law yeah. that's it that's that's all that's that he it. cares about um cool cool uh, anything you didn't like about it um yeah like I said sometimes it gets a little over the top you know where you look and you're like all right that's that's a little nuts you know like you know the monkey goes bananas you know that kind of thing and I'm like oh god oh, oh, they god. went there you know and uh. You know, but but other than that, it, it reminds me of. Do you remember the TV show, the cartoon Cops? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do 80, you remember 80s cartoon? Yeah. There was. I had the biggest crush on Nightshade. Wow. Yeah, the cat burglar. Yeah, remember? with uh, the red hair. Yeah, yeah, I had the biggest. My yeah. So anyway, I love that show. I actually have season one. Still. Okay. I watch it all the time, but. So, do you remember each of the the crime bosses? Like, there was Big Boss, there was Misdemeanor, there was... Uh, Misdemeanor, uh, that's right. There was Rock Crusher, there was, you know, all, all these kind of guys. Right. Um, there was Eddie McBoomBoom, which I thought was the greatest <gasps> name oh ever. Oh, my God, that's right. He Eddie had, McBoomBoom. He had guns in his chest. I oh. mean, but all of them had, like, these cool names. It was like G.I. Joe. I mean, it was an action, walking, talking action figure right, commercial. Right, 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 right. I mean... You know, but but for this, it's kind of the same thing. So for me, I'm like, okay, this is really kind of cool. Did you ever read? I know we've talked about it on the show, but did you ever read uh, Judge Dredd versus Alien and Predator? Did you ever read that one? I think I did, but it's been a while. Okay, no, I was just wondering if if you had how this compares with that. I think that well, that one, if I remember, it was a little bit more serious than this. So. Yeah, it was a little more serious. Although you know, you you had a guy who was like a robot emoji. In that one, yeah. So, so it wasn't too serious, right, right, right. But uh, if uh, I enjoyed the uh, Judge Dredd versus Alien and Predator, so I, I probably would. No, like you'll this. enjoy this. I, like I would I probably said, like enjoy this. this. All right. So, what else you been reading, dude? I, I've been reading a lot of Spider-Man, I, Amazing Spider-Man. I, I felt yeah. like I've kind of fallen by the wayside with that, so I wanted to uh, to catch up. I've noticed you've been reading the Venomverse too. And I I have, and I'm not. I am not bowled over now, here's by the thing. that. I mean, it's Venom Inc. Because Ven- Venom Incorporated. Because you are a, you're a Venom fan. I mean, you you are a fan of uh, the character. I, I'm a fan of the character. I'm not a fan of what they've been doing with him. Right. Exactly. Yeah. What I'm saying is, like back in the '90s and stuff like that. I mean, you you were that was like your thing. It, it was. Yeah. I I was. That was. I'll, I'll tell you why. I, and I think I think for everyone, uh, how you become introduced to a character. Right. Their their supporting cast kind of becomes your your thing your right. supporting cast kind of like uh for me my James Bond will always be Roger Moore even though even though I I think that 
Sean Connery and uh, uh, Craig, uh, I almost called Daniel him Craig. Craig, Craig T. Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Craig T. Nelson as James Bond. Daniel Craig wow. are, the, are, the, are the superior Bonds. However... Roger Moore will always be here. in uh, for your eyes only was yeah will always be my bond see and mine was... because like now I, I love Sean Connery I was raised with Sean Connery right, that right, was right. his first appearance but for me it's it's Pierce Brosnan Goldeneye was my first like okay. real like because I was coming of age and, and Goldeneye had come out and I'm like well let's go see what this is all about and right I'm right looking, I'm like wow holy crap the guy from Mrs. Doubtfire can actually <laughs> kick some ass you know so. Well, yeah, I mean, after his wife left him for Mrs. Doubtfire, he had to go do something, so he wow. went and joined the service. Good job, dude. So, so anyway, yeah, Venom was sort of was in the supporting cast at the time that I got introduced to Spider-Man, and one of the first issues of Spider-Man I, I read was Amazing 300, which is where he, he really kind of debuted full force. Uh, for those of you that say he first appeared in 299, go fuck yourselves, I'm talking about three. three. He first appeared in two, 299, but... We finally got to see everything about him in full, 300. Full force. Full yeah. force in, in 300. But that's what we mean. Guys, I'm sorry. Go fuck yourself was a little harsh. I didn't mean, I didn't mean that. Sometimes we get a little passionate. We get a little okay, passionate buddy. about that. It's we okay. Get, so, so anyway, I'm a fan of the character. Uh, not really a fan of what they've been doing with him lately. So uh, so part of uh, in The Amazing Spider-Man that I've been reading, issues uh, 792 through 796 covers are... Just gorgeous. Well, it's Alex Ross. Yeah, just, it, just gorgeous. If I mean, they're worth just at least giving a, a look-see. How awesome is it, by the way, that like Marvel just calls him and goes, hey, dude, can you do like six covers for us? You don't have to do any of the other art. Can you just do like six covers? And he's like, how much are you going to pay me? And they're like, how about a bajillion dollars? And he goes, okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure they just back a, at, least a, uh, uh, at least a pickup truck. Maybe not a dump truck, but a pickup truck full of money to a his house. A big pickup truck. A big pickup no, truck. Not a little pickup truck. I, I, like a U-Haul. I'm thinking like Ooh, an F-150 yeah. uh, maybe pickup truck. Yeah, yeah. Full, yeah. full of money. Um, so, all right, the, the, the skinny on that is, uh, so Venom Incorporated is a story that's, uh, it was happening in the, the pages of Spider-Man and Venom, and it was kind of one of these mini, mini events. Uh, you remember earlier we've talked about uh, Lee Price. You remember yes. I mentioned Lee? So Lee Price, was he was like Venom for about five issues. Which one was he? That was the guy without the legs? No, no, that was Flash Thompson. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Flash Thompson. See, I liked what they were doing with Flash Thompson, and they decided, no, we, we got to make Venom uh, a full-on a, villain again. A bad again. guy again. A and bad it was guy Lee, again. right? It was Lee Price. He's, uh, he's a soldier who – so in doing this sort of flip on the script uh, – the symbiote was good, Lee Price was bad, and he was actually able to control the symbiote and make the symbiote do bad things. Right. So in issue like five or six of the new Venom, uh, Lee Price gets separated from the symbiote. It joins back with Eddie Brock. They become Venom again. But somehow now Lee Price gets like a piece of symbiote from like another one of the Venom characters uh, called Mania. We, we don't need to go into this, but yeah, he basically gains... The power of Loogie, Chris. The power of Loogie. So basically, like a one in the same, sir. Oh. He basically can hawk a Loogie, and if he hawks a Loogie on you, uh, bam, now you have Venom. Not all over you. Not all over you, mind you. This is like bargain basement Venom. It only covers your face. So it only covers your face, and now Lee Price, uh, uh, who dubs himself Maniac, uh, is able to control you. Now. Wait a minute. So basically, like when they... In Injected every AFC world that they just did. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a mind control thing. It's the same thing. It's a thread thing. Like, if we got rid of that, they wouldn't have anything you else. You wouldn't have a story. He's So he's basically, you know, he's hawking loogies. He's <laughs> and he's like, okay, you're under my control now. You're That's under my control stupid. now. Yeah, I, I really didn't like it. Um, you you got to get to this bottom part here on the plot. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, you want me to read the... So <laughs> All right, so storylines <laughs> include Venom, Inc., uh, Threat Level Red, and Go Down Swinging. And so in, what what's uh, Threat Level Red? I, 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 I'll get to that in a minute. So in, in Venom, Inc., Spider-Man, anti, Anti-Venom, uh, who... Now, now, he's the new Anti-Venom. Okay. Does he look armored like he like he, he looks exactly like he looked before, but they just reversed the colors. That's so now, stupid. so now he's white and yeah, stupid, stupid. I liked armored Venom. I'm not gonna lie, I thought he, that he, was a cool. Well, no, it's the same look. It's the exact same look. They just swapped the colors. So instead of him, oh, so he does have like that that mask with the spikes on his shoulders and uh, yep. It's, okay, it's everything right, you liked. Cool. It's everything you liked. All it's right, just cool. in instead of him being black with a white spider, he's now white with, with a black, black spider. spider. That's that's it. So he's the new Antonym. So I think that's sort of Marvel way of saying appeasing. we're sorry well they're kind of appeasing the flash thompson fans they're yeah. like okay shut up if you 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 liked him as venom here you get anti-venom now shut up and leave and us now alone carnage is carnage involved in this carnage is is he okay and is it still cletus cassidy uh no no we'll, we'll get to that in, in a moment that's different storyline so sorry dude. They're, they're going up against lee price has the ability hakalugi on <laughs> people's faces and thus enslave them now let us get to the kind of the breakdown on threat level red Okay. Yeah. And, and go down swinging. They're they're basically establishing the new status quo for Spider Man now. So he's no longer uh, bargain basement Tony Stark. He doesn't own Parker Industries. Did he sell it anymore? No. Did um, they say what happened? They do. If you you got to go back a couple issues, but it, uh, basically what happened was uh, during the uh, Hydra, the big Hydra event, yeah, where yeah, yeah, with uh, Cap Ca- Captain America, Captain was Hydra, Captain Hydra. Uh, certain parts of the country were taken over by Hydra. Uh, the new Doctor Octopus uh, makes a beeline for Parker Industries oh, okay. to try to steal some of their secrets. Yeah. So, what does Parker do in order to keep the secrets out of Doctor Octopus's hands? Demolish the building. He d- d- not just demolishes the building. He basically. Uh, self-destructs every piece of hardware owned by Parker Industries. Uh, wow. I don't think, well, two things. I don't think the people that write comic books really understand how businesses work uh, because it doesn't work like that. It's not like if all of your property gets destroyed that your business is now it seems defunct. kind of like a cheap way out. It's an incredibly you it's see that, right? lazy, lazy writing. It's all like right. we need Spider-Man to be poor again. So let's just have him blow up all of his shit. That, that's like, all right, so I've got something really, really stupid, but it was one of my favorite things. Hey, we do, st- we do stupid. Right. So back in the independent wrestling circuit, okay, there was right. a guy who used to do um, almost like the Million Dollar Man kind of gimmick, okay? So mm-hmm. the, the gyms that I used to work out at and everything like that and the um, organization that I wrestled for, the guy had a match, mm-hmm. okay? What was your wrestler name? We'll, we'll talk about Did that later. Did you have a rest- We'll talk about it later. Okay. We'll talk about it later. I feel like there's a story in that. But so, sorry, go ahead. But anyway, um, so this guy, he was like this multimillionaire, right? right? So he put up a match against one of one of the one of the good guys. Okay. And said, if you win, you get my bank account. Oh shit! Right? Okay. So for for like. 
for play or like r- for real or what was it was for this... the story it was real oh okay all right but anyway so lo and behold some of us good guys that come out and helped and bad guy loses he loses his bank account right does he become captain hobo the bad guy pulls out a scratch off lottery ticket ah <laughs> What do you think happened? I'm a winner. I'm he back won, on. He won all his money back. I'm back on top. Mor- Mortimer. 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 I'm still not talking to you, Randall. Mortimer. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what happened. That's what this sounds yeah, like. Yeah. It, like, it's just, oh, come on. It's it's really lazy writing. I mean, I get that they they felt that. And they're coinciding. Dan Slott, you know, for those of you that are aware, Dan Slott, who's been the writer on Spider-Man now for, for several years. He's coming to the end of his run, and so they're going to take the so character. So he just doesn't care. Well, they're going to take the character in a new direction, so I, I guess they don't want the new writer to have to inherit all of the, the stuff that's currently going on. But come on, buddy. I mean, there's a there are better ways to, 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 to write <laughs> him out of that. I love that. Dude, there are better ways of doing this. There's, there's better ways of doing this. I mean, you, you actually – so uh, you're, you expect me to believe that a guy whose whole credo is with great power, there must also come great responsibility. Doesn't have his company insured. I, I mean, right. is, is that are, are you are you really asking me to to believe that? Um, yeah, it, it just seems lazy. I honestly, I think the better move, Chris, would have been for for maybe something happens where Spider-Man realizes that as a result of uh, having this company. He's he's really missing the important things. He's got his. He probably eye- should have sold it to like Reed. Yeah, you yeah. know what if he sold it to Reed? I, what I, if he sold it to Tony? What if he sold? I mean, there are a number of multi-billionaire scientists. I, I would have liked that. Or I, I'll tell you what, even even one better. What if? And this is your. This would be a great. This, this would have been a great sort of tale of redemption story. Pick a villain. Pick one of his villains that is try, trying to. Even Doctor Octopus, you know, they've got him back to the old wahahahaha. Well, he was Spider Man for a while. He he was, and it's terrible what they've done with that character because they had him, you know, actually be able to see uh, Spider Man's point of view on things. Right? Do you know who I would have rather seen him give it to? What Banner? Well, that would have been a redemption. I don't even know if he's alive after this. Right, right. But but what I'm saying though, if if Banner was, think about it. But what? But think about this. I like the villain though. Think about this. You have a villain, right? You've got Dr. Octopus. What is the thing that he's always really wanted? He's wanted recognition for his brilliance, right? Even the fact, okay, how about this? Even the fact that uh, Peter Parker now has his doctorate. Right. It's, it's, that's Otto. Otto did that. Right, exactly. And so what a great moment. Wait, that means he got two? He's got two PhDs? He d- he's Dr. Squared. You know what I mean? He's he's d- got yeah, two. absolutely. Because yeah. he didn't do the work. Peter didn't do the work. Peter didn't do the work. Man, no. imagine that. Peter wakes up and he's like, Holy shit! I'm a doctor. I know, right? How many? This is badass. What a great fantasy that would be, right? Um, but what a, what a great tale of redemption yeah. that would be if no, you I have agree. the reanimated uh, Doctor Octopus and and have you know stop having him as a villain. You know, but have the character him, grow, have him progress, have look, him take over Parker Industries. Look at how many Spider-Man villains there are that are actual doctors. I'm just saying, there's a number of them. Pick really? them. So we got uh, we got Doctor Octopus. Uh-huh. We got uh, well, Morbius. That's right. That's right. He was a doctor. Dr. Kirk Connors, yeah, the I, lizard. I believe the vulture is a doctor, I think. He um, must have a doctorate in something. Engineering, maybe. Right, with aer- aeronautics or something. So, so yeah. You've got a number of them. The uh, 
the threat level red and and go down swinging are establishing this new status quo where we got you know poor Parker Luck you know he's got he's down on his luck again wah, but wah. he's back at the bugle he's he's working back at the uh, but he's not a photographer anymore what is he he's so a reporter he he kind of it he is actually in charge of the, of the science oh, column he's a podcaster well that kind of makes sense I mean I, I like that I'm 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 good with no that. no no it makes sense um, I mean if anyone's going to talk about it it'd be him and and so. Now, now I'm going to get to the part that you're really that you're really excited about. Oh my about. God! Please, so please. There's a new goblin in town, buddy. And you his, don't say. And his name is the Red Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is the Christmas surprise going to happen yeah. when there's the Green Goblin and the Red Goblin? Oh my God! Whoa. Right. So, oh, so, so and then yeah. the Hobgoblin for Halloween. So if you haven't Hold been on, reading, I gotta, I gotta look him up. If you haven't been reading Amazing Spider-Man. Norman Osborn. Oh, uh, and it's Norman. It's oh yeah, it's Norman. Oh my God, it's even better, Norman. even better. So at at the beginning, uh, or or somewhere in the process of events, uh, Peter was able to uh, neutralize all of Norman's uh, goblin, but he was able to somehow using nanotechnology uh, neutralize the goblin serum oh, uh, in his in his bloodstream. You know, because science, and uh, oh. and so. Norman now is upset, obviously, because he's no longer a physical match for Spider-Man, oh. and he he misses being insane. Chris, can you believe this? He actually he he is yearning for the days of uh, of insanity. So we've had a couple of issues now where Norman's been kind of doing his own sort of uh, Bruce Wayne trip around the world. Uh, how can I get crazy again? We're going to train you. And so, of course, you got to go to the other end of the spectrum. It, when magic fails you, you got to go for science. A, alien. Yeah, yeah, science, alien symbiotes. So he uh, he's get some of his henchmen to steal the Carnage symbiote, which is basically uh, under lock and key. And uh, and so we get this great little kind of moment where he's merging with the Carnage symbiote, and it's making him kill people and shit. And uh, I have a question. Yeah, I see that he has. Pumpkin bombs again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're looking at the. So does that mean that he's taking them from himself and throwing them at people? No, because no. They look just like him. So, so this is this is basically this is a kind of a fanboy mashup. This is what what would you get when you cross the Green Goblin with Carnage? And I just I'm not I'm not feeling it. It's it's it, it does you look, know it looks really dumb. It, it looks like an action figure ploy. It 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 it, it does. It, it looks like an action figure ploy. Uh, you gonna I, buy it? Th- no, no. You sure? Uh, no, yeah, I'm sure. They never should have brought back Norman Osborn. It was a mistake yeah. to bring him back. Uh, he's of all the characters that should have stayed dead. He is definitely one that should have stayed dead. You have you've completely watered him down by bringing him back, and by by having him cross over or merge with another with, villain with a horrible '90s villain. I mean, everything Carnage just personifies everything that was wrong with. The comic books in the nineties. Well, you know what's kind of funny though, Carnage was like as a kid, I thought he was like the coolest thing in the world, but it was mostly because of the color. But then, do you remember the game Maximum Carnage? I re- I had that game. Now I had it for Sega Genesis, and right. do you know why I liked that game? The song. Well, not right? just that. Oh no, not that. Because you could play as Venom. You can play yeah. as either Spider Man or Venom. I played as Venom because. You, you've never played as Venom before. Right. So I was like, oh, i got to try to do that. It was and a novelty. I always, I always thought that was kind of, you know. I liked it. And yeah. like, you know, they used to do the stupid jokes. Like, he's like, oh, I need to go on the internet. And he's like, search the web, search the web. And he's like, knock it off. Oh, no, no, no. You're not thinking of Maximum Carnage. No, no. You're thinking of the Spider-Man PS1 game. 
Oh, that's what, yeah, that's, that's what, you, what that one is. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah I combine man. Combine the two, but what I'm saying though is, is I remember doing that, playing as Venom, and I'm like, this is like the greatest thing ever because I remember it being the the scroll. You know, since we're taking a little uh, jaunt sideways yeah, yeah. Uh, onto video games. Well, we don't want to talk about this comic anyway. Did you? Did, yeah, right. It's shite. Um, did you? <laughs> yeah, I want you to. I want you to go and actually. No, do no, no. The I bad. Will. We're, we're just taking a detour. Did you ever play Ultimate Spider-Man for Xbox? Do you have an Xbox? No. Okay. You gotta come next time you come over. You gotta play a little uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. I gotta ask my mom, and then we will. You gotta ask your mom. Yeah, get get permission first. Um, but you will you will like that because you can play as Venom in that game well, as was, well. There was one on the PlayStation that you were able to you know get different skins and stuff like that. You so. could wear the black suit, but you couldn't play as Venom yeah. in in Ultimate Spider-Man. When you play as Venom, yeah, the way that you c- he has a healing factor, but the only way that you heal is you send the tentacles out to grab someone and like you suck oh, them that in is cool. and it drains them of their life force and it powers you up. All right. So if we're going to talk about that, I forget yeah, yeah. which I forget which game it was. It was either Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man 3 and I had I, I got you man. Lay it on me. What's so the I, I had a cheat code for it because I just used to just beat it along. Right. But if you beat Whoa, the game phrasing ah, phrasing but if you beat the game on the hardest level, right? You actually opened up and got to play the game again. But it was the movie Spider-Man. Okay. okay. So it was like the Tobey Maguire yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, sure. But if you beat it on hard. Raising. Uh-huh. Not not beat it hard. You got to beat it on hard. <laughs> don't beat it hard. No, you don't want to beat it hard. <laughs> but anyway, you got to play as the Green Goblin. But you played as Harry Osborn. Harry Osborn fa- finds the Goblin Cave. Oh, that's cool. And you got to play as the Goblin, so you're throwing pumpkin bombs uh, at the I guys like and doing all that. It was like one of the coolest things. But I like that. But it was the full Goblin suit. It wasn't the stupid uh, uh, snowboard, you know. Oh, right. Yeah, from, the, the, from the movie. It was yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. It was the green, actual. Green Ranger. Yeah, it was the Green Ranger, the, <laughs> the Green Jolly Rancher, and not the... Uh, not the uh, the snowboarding kid who's like, oh, I'm the gr- I'm the Green Goblin. Shut up, kid. So, yeah. um, I yeah, always thought that was kind of neat. So, uh, w- what did you want me to get to as far as? Yeah, uh, I want to hear the bad. You want to hear the bad? Okay, so yeah. th- this is the bad. Just regarding, we've uh, already talked about Norman Osborn. Uh, but keep going. Uh, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man uh, issues uh, seven ninety two and seven ninety six. Um, yeah, Venom Incorporated. Yeah, Venom Incorporated. It's just, in my humble opinion, it's just shite. It's just shite. <laughs> it, it just it feels like yeah. an abrupt a- about face to establish Venom as an antihero again. Uh, Marvel, you should have never done this. Uh, I know why you're shame doing it. Shame on you. Shame, really, shame on you. Because the the whole reason they're doing this is because they've got that Venom movie coming out uh, this year. Yeah, with, with Sony. Uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, and so he's going to be an antihero. That's not going to have any affiliation with Spider-Man. It's going to have no affiliation with Spider-Man, as far as we know. And so you can't have, in their mind anyway, you can't have an incongruity between right. the movie verse and the comic verse. And and I disagree, man. I mean, y- you know, th- not everything has to line up, and it's not yeah. like someone's going to read the comic book and be totally confused. Well, because if you remember, I mean, like Batman, there was the actual Batman comic, there was the um, Dark Knight comic series that they had going. They had Batman Inc. going at one time, mm, all of right. them going at the same time, and they had they had no connection whatsoever. Right, right. And it just like for me, I liked reading the Dark Knight series, and the reason why because those were detective series, so I liked those. So it just it it's it's how he, you do it. You don't have to, ha- and they he, had nothing here, to do with the movie. Here's why I think they're having to do it, Chris. Uh, because they're it, being told. Well, not just yeah, but why are they being told? Because I, I, people m- are dumb. My, my opinion. 
I think because comic book sales are down. No, I agree. And so they're trying to get new readership. So no, they're I trying agree. to make it align with the movies as much well, as possible. Well, they're trying to do that so that way the kids will read those as well as buy the figures and buy everything that but, goes with it. But I got a problem with this. Venom Venom should and and I'll say to even a lesser extent Deadpool, but yeah. but Venom is not a hero. He he should not be a hero. As he was conceived of by uh, by Todd McFarlane and uh, and David Michelin, th- this guy was a psycho. Right. I mean, this guy was I mean, he murdered people. Anyone that would get in his way, he would he would murder them. And he had this this kind of own sort of uh, justification as like, well, Spider Man made me do it. I mean, the guy was a total sociopath. No, I totally agree. He was blaming everybody else for his troubles. Yeah, he, he's not. You know, which is actually that's what made him as a villain so cool. He is the. Uh, you know how you call Spider Man Mister Guilty? Yeah, he was the opposite. He's the inverse. It's like, yeah. look what you made me do. You know, it's it, it's. <laughs> he's he, the battering husband. He's he's totally the battering husband. So Spy uh, Venom rather, excuse me. Venom, he's not a hero, no. nor, nor should he be. No. And and if you want to make a character, just make up a new character. Well, it's kind of like, you know, I want to base my relationship off Joker and Harley Quinn because that's what everybody does now. Yeah, like, yeah. What the hell's wrong with exactly. you? Exactly. And then Jen comes in with handcuffs and a baseball bat. And where does that leave us? No good. Not, not at all. Actually, it makes for a fun Wednesday. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour... You're going to see some serious shit. This episode was badly written! Joey, you like movies about gladiators? Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you were here? Someday she just can't get rid of a bomb. This is going to be a good year for movies, I think. I'm, I'm, uh, we'll see. I'm really excited. Um, we'll see. We got Ready Player One yeah, at the end right. of the month, which is just as we record this. Yeah, it's just it, in a. It's at the end of this week, dude. You realize yeah. that? Yeah. So are, probably are you, by are, the time this will be up, the movie. Will be up. <laughs> <laughs> the movie will be out on Blu-ray by the time by the yeah, time this gets out. <laughs> so here's the deal. Are, are you excited for this? Are you? Yes and no. Oh, okay. All right. All right. You want to hear my yes? Yes. Because yes. it's going to be an awesome movie, and I can't wait to see it. Okay. But you want to know my no? I'm going to get a splitting headache. Oh, from all of the references? Trying to find all the references, trying to understand it all, trying to look and be like, oh, look, there's so-and-so. Oh, look, there's so-and-so. And I think I'm afraid that it's going to take away from the actual movie. I really do. Because I'm not going to be able to pay attention to the y- plot. You'll have to just go and uh, do, uh, you know, rewatch it then a couple times. Have you, so they've released some new trailers. Oh, yeah, I've seen them. Have you picked up any other, uh, uh, what, what, whatchamacallits, uh, callbacks? or Like the uh, Easter eggs and can- stuff? Yeah, Easter eggs. Yeah, so, yeah. all right, do you remember when they're they're on the freeway and you see, like, the, the big hulking troll that's in the, you know what he's driving? Uh, is it uh, Bigfoot? It is Bigfoot. It is the 1980s Bigfoot. I always thought that was kind of the coolest thing that I'd seen. Um, I-, I love that we're uh, also getting the Iron Giant. Yeah, and he's actually kind of like a, like a. I've seen him in almost every trailer now. Yeah, um, I- if you've read the book, you know that mechs actually play uh, an important role in the in the final act of right. the film. Uh, uh, I God, I, you know, I don't want to spoil it. So, so for if, if you no, haven't, no, if you well, if you have you that oh, also appear that's gonna in, be the, awesome. in the in the book i am i'm really hoping that we get that in this movie but it's it got, you got to think it's got to be a licensing nightmare just to try to get well, all of these properties Wreck-It ralph couldn't even get mario yeah and you know but 
Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, was that a licensing issue, though? Uh, I, I don't know if that's a licensing issue. I, I, then why wasn't he in? I, th- I honestly think it was because they had talked I, about it. I had read that because they didn't want him to overshadow the uh, the hero, the you protagonist. The, R- Ralph. Yeah. Didn't well. want to overshadow We'll see Ralph. what happens in the second one that they're coming out with. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just watching the trailer again. As will as Ralph be in Ready Player One? That'd be that'd be kind of a cool cameo. I thought that'd be kind of cool. Um, you know, just kind of looking at uh, the the trailer again. Uh, they've you know done a nice job of including stuff from the the book. Uh, they're uh, so in the you know the the story is story much like us. It's like we're the Goonies. It's like the Goonies exactly. We're uh, on a quest for fun. We're on a quest. It's a quest for fun. I'm gonna have fun, and you're gonna have fun. We're gonna have so much fucking fun. You're gonna need plastic surgery to remove your goddamn smiles. You're gonna be whistling zippity doo out of your asshole. <laughs> that never gets old. I know. Um, you know, I- I'll say this for the the trailers because I'm I'm watching uh the the most the final trailer. I they're really playing it kind of close to the best. I don't think I don't feel like I've seen anything that new. No, it's everything the, being replayed. In the yeah, yeah which is kind of good in or, a way. I th- no, I think it's kind of good. Or uh, what? What are you thinking? That's all the good parts. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't think so. What I, if it is? This is Steven Spielberg, man. Uh, the guy. Pl- I, the guy. The we'll guy see. is a. Is brilliant. So I'm excited for, like I said. So, but there are also new trailers that we had gotten in, as well. We, we got yeah, we got Infinity a new War. couple nur- new uh, Infinity War trailers and how, uh, how, Deadpool how, too. By the way, what two things I want to say are probably one of my favorite things that people are are ripping from those. And one of them is when everybody's finally meeting and you hear Star and Tony's like, we got to come up with a plan. And Star looks at him and he's like, okay, well, your plan sucks. Yeah, and yeah, he starts coming yeah. up. Did you see Tony's face? Like, I have just met you and I am already sick of your shit. Well, I, and well, I, I kind of got like, um, you are a moron. Yeah. <laughs> You're a moron, you sir. You are an absolute y- space moron. You are an absolute space moron. Go so, back in your ship. Go back to planet moron. I, I liked that. Yeah. But then the other one that I liked was um so what's your name oh dr strange oh so we're using our made-up names then i'm <laughs> spider-man you know so yeah. they're doing that again yeah. and i'm like oh, yeah, i like my that God. i told you what i want i want, I want you want to have that no oh, shit sherlock come moment on. you know what uh what what's uh you know what's gonna be what are the odds what are you gonna put the odds on it that's gonna be in the film or do you know what i want i want martin freeman Mm-hmm. To be there with Doctor Strange and and him looking at him like, how did you know? And he goes, well, it's elementary. Like, uh, <laughs> come on, give me something, people. Um, but what do you think in the odds? Uh, you know, I, I I'm gonna say fifty percent chance. Fifty percent chance. What are you, my mom? I'm gonna go fifty fifty. Wow, that's that is like the total James. That is the like, most boring that bet is, ever. That is the James middle of the road. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Do, yeah you want to exactly. say yes or no? How about that? All right. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that is not going to be in the movie. All right, I'll take the yes. So All then right. we'll see who's the winner. All right, very good. How about uh, winner gets bragging rights? Winner gets pizza. Winner gets pizza. All right. Um, so we had that, and then we had the Deadpool 2 trailer. All right. Uh, so I, I love this. <laughs> I, I, I love this. I'm excited for it. You know, I'm just, once again, I'm afraid that they took all the best parts out. I, I So the director is the same guy who did John Wick. I so right there, we know the action sequence is going to be amazing. I love both. I love both of those movies. Uh, Have you I, seen, by the way, that they've added John Wick into the Infinity War series? Have you seen this? No, no. There what is, is a that? comic going around, and Thanos 
find the soul stone. And he goes, it's inside that it's, dog. It's inside that and dog. He rips the dog apart. And then you see John Wick walk and he goes, hey, guys, have you seen my dog? Like yeah. that. And you see like, oh, God. Oh, God. He's going to kill me. Like Baba that. Yaga. So I was like, oh, this is amazing. So, but yeah, but because he's he's doing it you know the action sequence is going to be great we see a ton of mutants there are a ton and they're starting we got uh negasonic teenage warhead yeah, we got surge um she was the one with the electricity she's got the ball kind of kind of like a, a whip sort of thing yep. going on um there there were a couple oh so it looks like by the way that he that uh terry cruz is not playing gw bridge no no he's playing uh some braddock Braddock, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So there's that. Not real well known to me. No, no. I don't, I don't and really... I think that's what they're trying to do. They're they're trying to kind of make the obscure X Men, you know, like, hey, bet you didn't know about this guy, you know, and well, and and that's great because they have such a hu- huge. Th- this yeah. was one of my frustrations with uh, X Three, is they had to. Uh, you remember X Three, right, uh, Brian? Yeah. Uh, sorry to invoke that 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 movie, but let me roll my eyes as hard as I can. You know, in in that movie, let's kill everybody. They had well, not just that, but the, the mutants that they featured in that movie were like they made up. You had Blowfish guy. You right. had like you have you, people uh, who do that. You have an entire pool of characters you could have drawn from, and I feel like this is this is what uh, they're they're doing for this film. They're going to draw yeah. from the the rich history. Well, and and like I said. I, but there are still people that I want to see. Did you see the nod, by the way, to the X Force uh, Deadpool costume? Oh yeah, he's he's like all covered in he's ash covered and in shit, yeah, but yeah. it's all gray. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah, I exactly. look at it, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, you know. And then you saw him in the X Men jersey. I, I like that. And I then like he's that. uh he's he's goofing around in uh the X Mansion. He's in in, in Professor X's chair. But did you notice whose chair that is? Oh yeah, well it's well I mean it's Professor X's. Well. But that's Patrick Stewart's style. Uh, so okay, because who do you think the cameo is going to be? Because there's supposed to be a cameo. I think it's going to be McAvoy. You think it's going to be McAvoy? Well, I, I think Patrick Stewart is is done. So I think that it's it's going to be McAvoy. But what if it was like the uh, like the f bomb <laughs> dropping? <laughs> Shut uh, the fuck Professor up, Deadpool! Right? <laughs> I would love that. I, I'm not going to Taco Bell's on Thursday, right? Uh, we get yeah. like, like the deranged f bomb dropping Patrick Stewart, <laughs> uh, Professor X. That so. would be great. What the shit? Uh, yeah, th- this. I'm very excited about this movie. Please don't suck. Please don't suck. Please don't suck. Yeah. So um, we've got a new announcement. Have you seen the the Death of Superman, the cartoon movie? That something that DC knows how to do is cartoon movies. Um, and they announced the with cast. the exception of Killing Joke, okay, and Batman and Harley Quinn. I liked Batman and Harley Quinn. Uh, no, sorry, but anyway. I'm happy you enjoyed it. I did. I didn't like it. So, so yeah, we're, we're get so we're getting a second. Did you know this was the second time that they've made this cartoon yes. movie? Yeah, they they made the first one. It was okay. Um, they tried to condense too much. Yeah. into the the story. So, uh, kids. Long time ago, in a magical place called the, the 90s, 90s uh, we uh, we had uh, we had a, uh, a legendary story featuring the death of Superman. Uh, in in this story, Superman gets killed by the monster Doomsday, and then it was followed up by another story called the Reign of the Superman, where we had four characters. All appearing. One all of my favorite Superman appeared out of that. Well, two, actually, because I was a kid at the time, so Superboy appeared. And I Super- thought it, 
You liked him? I liked him. I thought he was like the representative of the '90s, and I thought it. Oh I, my god, totally with the the bowl uh, hair, haircut and yeah. the uh, the earring and all of that. And let me guess who the other one was. It was the Eradicator, wasn't oh it? Oh my god, he was so cool. He was like the Punisher, and he had wraparound sunglasses, and he was like this this beam of energy, and he would just shoot them out of his hands. It, Remember the video game? He would fry people. Yeah, I, I had the video game, and I used he, to. He love was the Punisher with oh, Superman powers. I loved it, loved it. And then there was Steel. So, That's right. And then of course, you know the whole John Cyborg. Henry Steel. Cyborg. Su- see, I think Cyborg was Superman Cyborg was my Superman. favorite. Yeah. See, Cyborg's kind of cool, and that one he had like one laser, and it was kind of neat. So, but anyway, so they've they've named the cast, and I thought that this is a really good cast. Oh, a- a- absolutely. Um, so we, we have Matt Lanter. Um, he's doing Aquaman. Uh, I think I believe he's done it. He's done Aquaman before. Raising. Uh, so. I, I think that they're just taking the people who did, like, Justice League War and everybody like that because well, Rosario Dawson's doing Wonder Woman. Um, Jerry O'Connell is Superman. And and you know who else he's voiced? He was uh, Shazam. Yeah. He was he was Captain Marvel in the, uh, in the uh, uh, Bruce Timm Justice League. Right, right. And then Nathan Fillion, of course, is back as Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I thought this was kind of neat. I don't know if you know this or not. So, Rebecca Romaine right. is playing Lois Lane. right. Do you know who her husband she's, is? She's married to Jerry O'Connell. She's married to Jerry O'Connell. And then uh, Rain Wilson. Dwight! Dwight is Dwight! playing Lex Luthor. So I was like, okay, kind of cool. Um, I will defeat you, Superman, because I have superior intellect. Plus, I have more knowledge about beets and bears. You know, so... That's great. And then uh, Shamar Moore is playing Cyborg. Shamama! And then... Uh, no? Cri- no. Okay. And then Christopher Gorham's playing Flash. And then again... We are getting Jason O'Mara. I love this guy as Batman. He's done all of them from, uh, he started at Justice League War. He, okay. He was in uh, the Aquaman movie, all the Justice Leagues that they've done, all the ones with uh, uh, like Batman Bad Blood, uh, Batman versus Robin. See, if, if, I, if you ask me to pick who, besides um, obviously uh, he doesn't count. our Lord and Savior, uh, Kevin Conroy. Yeah, he doesn't count. Um, if, you, if, if I had to pick another voice actor who I enjoyed as Batman, yeah. I would say Bruce Greenwood. Okay, but see, like for me, like I said, with Jason O'Mara, I like it because it's really, it's really quiet the way he talks. Like mm-hmm. that. And like, even Nathan, they, and they joke with him. They make mm-hmm. fun of him. Like, y- you know his nickname. Spooky. He calls him Spooky, and I I kind of like that. Like he he's, it has no humor whatsoever, and this this Batman has no humor. No man, I, I'm not trying so. to harsh your mellow. I'm no, just no, saying, no, not at all. Like, I totally agree with you. That's that, that's cool. I, I'm just saying my uh, I'm I'm happy he's getting work now. Greenwood. I'm trying to think. Bruce Greenwood. Okay, if you've ever seen any of the new uh, Star Trek movies, oh yeah, 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 he you played was Pike. Pike. He was yeah, Captain, yeah, yeah. Captain Pike. He just uh, he just played Batman, and he did the voice of Batman in Young Justice. In Young, in young Actually, Justice, he just played Batman in Gotham by uh, Gotham by Gaslight. Have you seen that yet? I own it. It's very good. I gotta borrow. We're gonna do you. a review of it. All right, I'm gonna we let you do borrow a review. It we'll do a review. Um, speaking of reviews, uh, we saw a little movie recently called uh, Black Panther. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna have to make this kind of quick because we're. we're <laughs> running out of time, I liked it. I I did too. However, that was my review. Good. I liked that. But here's my <laughs> here's my thing. I liked it, but I. It was not the most fantastic superhero movie I've ever seen. I still think, in my opinion, that Winter Soldier is probably the best one Marvel's done. And it is uh, Black Panther. It is still blowing. I up, know, isn't and that's it? the thing. I'm very happy for it. Don't yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong. No, I'm no, no. So happy that it's making money. Right. But right, the thing right. is, is, I'm looking and I'm like, okay, this was good, but it wasn't right. like 
it, it didn't you know, change your life. No, it didn't change your Absolutely life. Absolutely not. Well, th- this is. I mean, this is just one man's a, a, a opinion. Uh, so uh, obviously, if, if if there are people out there that saw the movie and they feel it's the best thing since the Second Coming, I'm good for uh, you. I'm, I'm happy nice for you. Job. Uh, I liked it. I, I didn't think it was the best movie that I saw. I wonder though how much when I was watching the movie. For me, I had to separate how much am I enjoying this movie just on its own merits of right. being a good movie versus how much I appreciate it as uh, as sort of a cultural touchstone. Well, uh, and I get that. You're going to get that. I mean, good God, it takes place in a mythical city. By the way, um, did you know after this movie, Travelocity has been getting a lot of search sites for Wakanda. I want to go to Wakanda, man. Yeah, me too, dude. But you know what? Doesn't exist. Ain't happening. After that, we'll go to Pandora. Yeah, and then we'll go to the raft. But... <laughs> But uh, I, I think part of what it is, I mean, for me, when I saw the movie is, you know, there's so much to like about this movie. You have uh, a an African-American superhero, which right. we, we don't get enough of in cinema. Plus, uh, I, I would, I've heard the argument, and I could see the point, that in some ways, this movie is even a more pro-women movie than even Wonder Woman Oh, I totally agree with his, with his guards and everything. I loved it. Yeah. Loved yeah. it. So, so I think for me, when I was watching it, that's kind of what I had well, to do. Well, it was like, pro-woman, but the thing was, they didn't shove it down your throat. No, no. They really didn't it, it shove it down like, your throat. It was just like, hey, just, man. This is how the culture his, works. His guard is all women. This is and, how this works. And they're badass. And they, ki- they kick ass. Well, so was Qaddafi's. And, and that's it. Really? Yeah, all, all of Qaddafi's guards were, his, his specialty guards around him were women, and they were all attractive. Well, that was very progressive of him. Actually, that was kind of very James Bond villainy-ish. Well, he was, j- did you see the way man dressed? Yeah, he was. James Bond villain. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so I agree. I think, like I said, uh, Michael B. Jordan did a great job. People are... Now, here's the thing. When when I went to go see it, people are like, okay, listen. Now, Michael B. Jordan is probably the best villain. I, in I like all how of people Marvel are preparing cinema. you like you're going to lose your yeah, shit or like, something. They're like, he's probably the best villain in all of Marvel cinema that you'll ever see. And Don't. I was like, oh, and by the way, his sister is going to steal the movie. And I'm like, okay. So I went in there, right? I, I agree with that sentence. Well, hold on. By the way. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I went in there and I was. So I watched, and I, I'm watching her, and I'm like, Okay, so you're the spunky little, you know, scientist. Cool. You did absolutely <laughs> did, did, nothing. Didn't do it for you. Huh? <laughs> absolutely nothing for me. I was like, okay. And then Michael B. Jordan. Yes, he is a very, very talented actor, and I think he did a great job. K- charismatic villain. Fierce. However. However. Yes. I, Like, for me, I always found uh, Claw more interesting. Like as a as a comic book character, and I wanted them to go dive in and do something more with that, and they didn't. They just killed him. Yeah, yeah. And Spoiler. Yeah, d- too bad. And <laughs> like I was like, oh come on. Well, the movie's been out now for over a month. Yeah. You know, if you're listening to our review of it and deciding whether to go see it, you you've clearly missed. The oh, boat. I'm gonna tell you, go see it. Oh, absolutely, you, you go should... see it. See, I have a different, slightly oh, different. And there was something else I got mad about. What? The ending. I got what mad did, at the. What do you the... like about the ending? So not the ending, ending, but the the after credits. Oh, um, that they had to Bucky. What, okay. what did you like about that? So there was a character in Black Panther named White Wolf. It is a totally different character. So White Wolf. You're talking about in the comic books? Yes. Okay. So a plane crashed. Go ahead and look it up. A plane crashed in Wakanda, and uh, and T'Challa's father found the plane. And the only survivor was a white child. 
So they took him in and they raised him and he loved Wakanda so much that he also ingested the the fruit. But he, because of his, you know, his that race. That sounds a little bit like uh, became, Iron Fist. He becomes White Wolf. Huh. And that's what they call him. Okay. So now, literally, they take Bucky and they go, hey, guess what, sucker? We're taking a whole complete comic book character. We're just going to latch that bitch right onto you. You'll be fine. Did they call him that? They, the, kid, the children called him White Wolf. The children had said, um, they were like, oh, the White Wolf is awake. And I, I don't know, man. I, I kind of like that. No, no, no. It's it's cool. But like I was like, oh, God damn it. I was like, you just like took all. How would you feel if they took Robin? And they're like, oh, OK, well, uh, we're not going to make you Robin anymore. You know, we're just going to attach you to some other, you know, sidekick, you know, so. Well, yeah, but I feel like there's kind of a difference between Robin and White Wolf. I didn't even know that character existed but, up until a few minutes ago. Well, but how many Black Panther comics Seconds. have you actually read? Very, very few. That's what I'm saying. Very so, few. you know, like I said, I was very happy for this. Um, you know, it was it was very well done. However, uh-huh. like I said, ultimately... It, it wasn't the greatest movie I'd ever seen. I will say, uh, just a, a point of contention, I I, I thought Michael B. Jordan was, uh, he was one of my favorite parts of the movie. I thought he was a very charismatic villain. It, it's actually the same character from uh, Creed. For, I told you to watch it. For me, I gotta watch Creed. Yeah, it's the same guy. For me, I would say that Marvel's best villains so far, uh, I, I still gotta give it to Loki. Yep. But I would say it, it goes in no particular order. Uh, Loki, uh, Killmonger, okay. uh, Hela okay. uh, from Thor Ragnarok, okay. and uh, Helmet. Helmet? Uh, Helmet Zemo from uh, Civil uh, War. Uh, see, okay. Um, oh, and you know what? Let me add Winter Soldier yeah. on there because he, no, he was an I think excellent win- like villain. Like I said, Winter Soldier for me is, is it. But, he is Marvel's The Terminator. But you know what I liked? And and to be honest with you, I liked Batroc. I liked that the Leaper was in it. I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, absolutely. Um, he just not in it for very long. He and got his ass handed not, to him. Not very Well, it's actually kind of neat, too. I don't know if you know this or not. Do you know who plays Batroc the Leaper? Uh, he's uh, St. Pierre. That's George St. Pierre. He's a, a MMA fighter, Yes, right? he is, and he's a very good one. So I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, you know, seeing that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, but, absolutely. So, but you know, you know what people are saying with Michael B. Jordan, right? Everybody who plays... Human Torch has a redemption story. <laughs> you know, so right? I was like, okay. I was like, it's kind of cool. It's like you get to, hey, how about a little Infinity hey, War moment? We're sorry for that this happened, so we're going to give you something else. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. the Fantastic Four is like a, uh, or no, excuse me, the uh, Marvel Universe proper is like the repository yeah. for like all of the uh, Fox garbage. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, but uh, like I said, I'm I'm excited. What for would it, you so. give this? So, uh, how many? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, how many herbal fruits? How many herbal fruit? How many herbal fruit? What, what is it actually called? Flower, no, they were flowers. Uh, how, what are they? What are they called? Though? How many power flowers? Would Ooh, you, I you, like that. You like that? How many power flowers out of out of five would you give Black Panther? A three and a half, four. Three and a half. Uh, you know what? It's funny. We're actually not that different. Like, I was know. gonna I was gonna say uh, four. Four, okay. four and a half. So, yeah, so it's go, go see it. Yeah, it's a great movie. Totally go see Marvel it. Marvel is absolutely killing it. It's uh, yeah, it's fantastic. All right, uh, let's do some toy box. Where does it get those wonderful toys? Let's broaden our minds, Lawrence. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. 
our childhood is finally going to die. This is uh, a sad day for Jay and I. So, uh, so it has been I, mean, I, mean, I don't even know if I can get through this. You're gonna have I'll to read this. It. I can't. So I can't get through this. It is. It has been announced that that Toys R Us is actually going to close. I wanna be a Toys R Us kid. Well, you can't because they're bankrupt. <laughs> um, but you know what's even worse? Like you and I, the the people that work at Toys R Us, know us. Like they look and they're like, "Oh, hey, Jay!" Hey. Like, it's those nerds again. That's right. Now they're like, "Uh, we don't have anything new." Ha <laughs> ha! I got a kid now. I got a legitimate excuse to walk into a toy store. Ha <laughs> ha! I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, tell me th- what to do. This is this is really sad. This, this is a is piece of our, our childhood is yeah. is dying. This is like finding out the Disney World is is closing forever. Oh yeah. Ugh. But no, I I agree with you. And like I said, but we were talking about, you know, um. Growing up, I I was still of that generation when they had the local mom and pop uh, toy stores, mm-hmm. and uh, so for me it was called Dwayne's Toyland. Like I told right. you, and it was mm-hmm. you know they had everything, but it was run by a guy, a local local guy, and you know we were able to do that. And we had a Toys R Us. We would only go to Toys R Us to go and pick up kids' birthday presents, like. So if I had to go to a birthday party, we didn't go to Dwayne's. That makes me so sad. We went to Toys R Us because put on your Sunday best. We're getting we're the top, going to Toys R Us. The top shelf shit, you know. So and not it, for you, Chris. No, not for you. I go to Dwayne's. Oh my god, you know, that's terrible. Kind of funny, you know, my my one of my first jobs, I worked in a toy store. Really, I, did. I didn't know that. One of my which, first jobs. Which one? I worked at KB Toys. Perfect. Oh my God! Perfect so, segue yeah. because from the ashes, that possibly right. from the ashes of uh, the Toys Phoenix Rise. of KB Toys will arise. Will rise. So literally, I hope it's the little drummer boy just coming right out of the ashes. So, so, um, what do you know about this? Because I'm, I actually, I, I'm. There's a, there's a story about this on uh, Toy News International. I, I'm gonna look it up right now. But yeah, but there isn't a lot that they're saying. Like to me, I feel like. People are just saying it to make everybody else feel better. They're like, it's okay that Toys R Us is going to die because KB Toys is coming back. All right, everybody chill the F out. You know what I mean? Because there's a GoFundMe right now to try to bring back Toys R Us. And right now, like the last time, in one day it raised $35,000. Yeah, you you can't underestimate the power of nostalgia. Uh, So I I, I can't find the story exactly, but... uh, Basically, what I read, and I got this story off of ToyNewsInternational.com, is that a a company is looking to absorb some of Toys R Us's inventory that they will no longer be needing as they're closing all of their their stores. Right, and they're going to be opening KB Toys outlets. Uh, as uh, now, the way I saw this advertised was that it is a or written about was a, it's a seasonal thing so it's going to be kind of christmas prop up uh, yeah, yeah. kind of temporary they do that they do that every year though there, there are some places they'll actually do that anyway so it just means that they're just going to take up more of their space it, it, I'll, I'll tell you it, it and i know we're, we're running really over on time for this episode but i i, I just say that it makes me sad the uh, the death of uh, of the american toy store because no, i agree uh l- let's i mean let's go down the list before toys r us uh, Toys R Us was kind of the last man standing. No, yeah. You had you remember Lionel Lionel Play World? Do you remember? No. Nope, you don't remember had. Lionel Play World? See? Oh my god. Remember, I'm from upstate New York. So oh my god. Yeah. For we, us, ours were totally different. Turn that frown upside down. Lionel Play World. Yeah. We had uh, so Lionel Play World. You had KB Toys. Yep. Uh, what what's the one in? There's like a famous one well, in FAO New York. Schwartz. FAO Schwartz. Does that those still exist? No. 
Those don't exist anymore. That one closed down. And you know why that was famous, right? Oh, shit. No. You know why that Toyota store became famous? was a little movie with Tom Hanks. Oh, big. Yeah. Big. Okay. He goes to FAO Schwartz and, you know, to play and do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that place closed down. So, um, you know, I mean, so there are a lot of these places. Actually, you know what's funny? Do you remember there was a little movie about a local toy store and they got these new toys and they were from re- a research company. And it was come to find out. Oh, was that because they were they were trying to see if they could sell anything they could because the big stores nearby were making them harder to buy. Right, right, right. Do you remember? W- no, no. What's what, was that? Toy Soldiers. Yes, it was. With uh, that's with Tommy Lee Jones, it right? Was he was. And I am Archer, leader of the Gorgonauts. That's right. That's right. Uh, our, but yeah, and th- that's what that whole the whole movie is about. Is you know the big companies like unfortunately. You look at it, Walmart, Target, I mean, all of them, they're becoming toy stores because they have it. They they have it right in there. there there's that, and then, you know, we don't have, uh, you know, we don't have time to get into the whole finance hour thing. But well, no, 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 but, but then I've, you I've, also... I've, I mentioned that, so Toys R Us ultimately met its demise because of a leverage buyout. There was a, a larger this company... This didn't have to happen. It didn't have to happen. A larger company bought Toys R Us and then basically turned the debt from their purchase over to Toys R Us and said, here you go, y'all, you take care of it. Good luck. And, of course, they, they weren't able to. So, absolutely, the combination of that, competing with Amazon, competing yeah. with Walmart. Big uh, Bad Toy Store. Uh, yeah, Big big Bad Toy Store. The, look, I the, love the them. Internet. I love them more than anything, and they get my money, but, you know. You guys are killing our, our childhood. But I'll just say this one last thing, yeah, and then, yeah. we, and then we, can, we can move on. Because uh, we've got some happy stuff to talk wh- about, too. What makes me sad about this is that, uh, I, I I mean, not only because I collect toys, I, I'll always be able to get my collectibles online. That's not the I'll point. I'll get them anywhere I want. But I'm worried more about children having a place to go and, and actually uh, play with items before they buy them. And that was one of the things yeah. you could do at Toys R Us. Yeah. And I'm just worried about the general trend of toys in general shrinking of, of children. Today's children, they don't want to play with toys. They want to play with... They so now all the adults are like, wait a minute, you're just going to take away the stuff that I collect. Well, they, they, they want to play with uh, electronics Xbox and, and, and everything else. That's not healthy for children. I mean, th- it's been proven that they need ch- actual physical stimulus. Physical things. It, it challenges their imagination. Yeah. It helps stimulate creativity. So th- this yep. makes me sad. I, I hope uh, I hope we can find a way to uh, ad- adapt and, uh, and and improve. All right, buddy. Here's the deal. I know yep. you're really sad. I'm, I am really sad. So we actually have a special edition. Of Chris's loot crate. <gasps> Yay! What's in Chris's loot crate? What's in Chris's loot crate? What's in Chris's loot crate? I hope it isn't crap. Hey! All actually, right. This theme is... Uh, what is the theme? It, it's kind of uh, close to what we were just talking about. It's called Playback. Playback. Okay. Okay. So it's kind of like... Uh, retro. Fl- retro. Nice. Nice. All right. All right. So let's start off. Chris feverishly digging into the cornucopia. So we start with our pin. Look at this. You get the Galaga. Galaga! Ship. You get the Galaga ship. How that man is playing Galaga. That man is playing Galaga. He thought he wouldn't pay attention. So isn't that neat? I mean, uh, uh, it's nice. still eight bit, you know, and it has that. So and you know how appropriate too. It was this this month's loot crate, or was this a previous month? This month. That's so appropriate too with. Um, Ready Player One right. coming out. Oh, hold on. I'll keep going. All right, all right. Nostalgia so, Wave. The next, it's a little game that we all played. Well, I don't know if you played, but I did heavily of D&D. All right. Right? Well, let me set it up. It's it's so cool. So, 
This is where the podcast truly fails to capture yeah. the magic. So this is a licensed D&D D20 holder, okay? It's like, does it hold your dice? Just the D20, the big one. Oh, okay. It is a red dragon. Oh, sweet. D20. Oh, like that, that's like the old school uh, How, that's the red dragon. Cover. That's nice. The cover. How cool is that, That right? is cool. That, so, I like that. There's that. Hold on. I know we always say we're going to put pictures up on our Facebook page, and we never do. Yeah, do you think we do. could actually try to put pictures of this up on? Yeah, could you, you just like you can do it all day? Can you just put it together in a pile and just take a picture of it? And I got Polaroids. We'll try to figure it out. <laughs> so anyway, so the other thing that you got, right? You get the 25 year celebration of <gasps> the Simpsons. Now, what's kind of neat? If you look at them, they're not like your classic keychains. Like you have a can of Duff beer, you've got Homer's bowling ball, you've got Blinky, um, you've got Lisa's uh, saxophone, Bart's. Uh, These are all the things it, it could be, right? Okay. Look, look, you got Mr. Burns's little teddy bear. You've got you know all these weird ones. Bobo, are, right? You've got Bobo. You've got all this. I actually got the coolest one. Out uh, of every let's single let's one. see. Unboxing. <laughs> Unboxing. <laughs> Loading. Loading. I get the fighting hellfish. Uh, How cool is that? That is amazing. Let me see that. Uh, that is so. Uh, it's very fight, fitting for the, me. The fighting hellfish. Uh, that is Grandpa Simpson's. His, his, old, his old World, World War II uh, fighting unit. The yeah. fighting hellfish. Nice. How cool is that? You get the f- little hellfish there chomping on a cigar, flexing his bicep. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. And I think it's got a. Does it have. Oh, I was going to say, does it have a tattoo of itself on it? That itself? really makes me feel old that the Simpsons are part of... 25 years and oh, flashbacks. Yeah, God. I know. I'm old. All right. So, hold on. I want to find out who this the next company is because this uh, this was done very... If very, you okay. want to subscribe to Loot Crate, it costs... $25. $25 a month. All right. Sega has put out... A Sonic the Hedgehog action figure. <gasps> Let me show you this. What? Get right out of town. Sonic the Hedgehog, of course, of uh, Sega Genesis fame. Look at this. I mean, it is so cool. So we get uh, I, I 8-bit little stand. I see it, and I already love it. Right? It already has the little 8-bit stand with the, the little, uh, you know, it has the little checker boxes on the bottom to show the that dirt. That is perfect. Hold on. So then... Oh man, this is this is like my wasted childhood. Let me tell you, I spent so much time on this. Sonic the Hedgehog, man. So, do you remember a time when there was that whole like Sega Nintendo rivalry? Like either either you had so it has Sonic is in midair running. B e a u t full, and he's he's got the rings, and the rings are just free floating, kind of there. So. Uh, I love it. I thought it was so I neat. Love I was it. like, that is probably one of the coolest I things. I don't care that... what else you got in this box. This is my favorite oh, swag. Oh, sir, I don't think so, because uh, I saved the best for last. All right, all right, lay it on me. So Th- This is this is amazing. So far. You know, I will actually, I'm going to snap pictures now, just while we're recording, so yeah. that I make sure that it actually gets That's uh, a good idea. on the show. Rando says hi, by the way. Oh, good, good. Let me know when you're ready, sir. Rando, so Cal- Rando Calrissian. No man, lay it on me. Let's see. You ready? Every every loot crate comes, comes with two things. With a, a sh- guaranteed is a pin and a shirt. A gun. Oh no, a no, shirt. No, 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 not a gun. Not a gun. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. So, 
what is something that is um, seen a lot in the trailer of Ready Player One? Uh, the DeLorean. What? How about the schematics? Nice. The DeLorean. Take a look at this thing. Oh, that is that is. Look at this. Uh, Doc, you mean to tell me you made a time machine out of a DeLorean? Well, if you're gonna do it, I say let's do it in style. Oh, that's that's terrific. Isn't that awesome? Um, it may be a tie between that shirt. And that right? Sonic the Hedgehog, that is but, that is but this loot amazing. Crate is awesome. Uh, this loot crate is not crap. It is definitely not crap. So that was Chris's loot crate. That was Chris's loot crate. That was Chris's loot crate. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't, wasn't crap. crap. Yay! <laughs> um, before we conclude, Toy Box, we got to do a little PSA for yes. Chris and Jay, your, your toy, toy bounty, bounty hunters. hunters. We have a listener who contacted me recently. He says, Chris, Jay, help me. I need your help. The scalpers, they're scalping. Been scalping, charging $11 billion for a figure that should only retail for about 100 This is the Mesco 112 Punisher figure. Oh, Chris is shaking his head. What, what? <laughs> I, look, I'm going to help this guy in every way that I can, but let me tell you, dude. That figure's gonna be tiny. It's uh, gonna be a wee Punisher. That's all right, man. He, it's what he wants. He, that's that's what, what he wants, wants, man. He 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 he's wants. A wee, he's a wee Punisher. He's looking. Okay, so our our buddy is looking for this Mezgo one twelve Punisher figure uh, for either retail or around a hundred. If you can find it for that around uh, uh, on on eBay, or if you you happen to know a comic book shop where they have it for sale. Uh, Drop us a line. Give us a give us a message at uh, justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Send us a message on our Facebook page. Send us a message on SoundCloud. And here's the deal, too. If you lead us to it and we're able to find it and hook this guy up with his tchotchke, we'll give you an honorary mention on the show and you know tell, get, a, get a good thank you from us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, remember, we don't make any money off of this. We're just performing a public service. Because if if we don't do this, the scalpers win, and that's bad. That's bad. Um, take part in the conversation. We want to hear from you. So please give us an email at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Give us one of those emails. Like us on the MySpace and on the Twitter and on the Vines. <laughs> that still exists, right? No? No. That Bob. don't exist no more? No, Bob. How about you send me one of them internets? Can I get one of those? <laughs> Seriously, send us send us a message somehow because we want to hear your opinions. Um, are you an artist? Do you draw? We'd like to see some of your artwork. Send it. It doesn't have to be of us. It could. It it can be of us. And I'd prefer it. I'd prefer it if if draw us like one of your French girls. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, send us. Uh, draw Jay as Harley Quinn. That's right. Send draw me as as Harley Quinn. Um, Draw whatever you want, man, but send it send it at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. We'll put it up on our Facebook page. Uh, you know, we really got it. We got an Instagram page, too, but we don't we don't give it enough attention, no, and, really. And by the way, guys, make sure you're checking out, like, our old episodes and stuff like that. The last episode we did was the roundtable mm -hmm. um, over at Famous Faces and Funnies. It was a great time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, we we want to, yeah, please uh, send a lot of thanks to uh, Rick Shea, uh, our, our buddy at uh, Famous Faces and Funnies, for having us out there at the shop to uh, take part in his roundtable. Uh, we uh, we hope to, uh, to maybe do another one of those. Maybe have a little bit different audio quality just for the uh, 
the the people who were participating because I noticed right. when I was listening it was kind of hard to yeah, to but it hear them miserable. but but it was it was fun. I mean, we had we had a we had a nice time doing it. So so yeah. Well, Chris, I, I hate to be that guy, but uh, are, are we there yet? Oh man, you're so asky. Well, let me ask Frank. Damatola. Amitov. Amitov. He says that cobblestone pathway is the entrance, but he says he won't go any further because the entrance is booty trapped. You mean booby trapped? That's what I said. Good thing we brought my journal with us. I wrote down all the clues that will safely take us through the temple. Uh, Jay. Yeah, buddy. Did your journal happen to be a leather-bound book with an old-timey lock? Yes. Why? Because I may have left it back at our campsite. What? Can't you just remember what the clues were? I wrote them down in my journal so I wouldn't have to remember. Well, gang... Looks like we have another trek ahead of us. Until next time, remember that archaeology is the search for fact. We do not follow maps for buried treasure, and X never, ever marks the spot. Except for maybe in Goonies. Oh, and uh, in Legends of the Hidden Temple. And Slitty Slickers too. Oh, and like uh, every uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movie. See? I don't know. Yeah. See you next time. Chaku chan me hachin sushi shala pong yeni flowy